Hi, I'm Steven. And I'm Sneha. And you're listening to Spilling, Spilling the, the Tea with, with CCE. This podcast features fellows at Hofstra University's Center for Civic Engagement as they talk about a wide range of topics from current events to social movements, as well as issues that affect our daily lives. From healthcare to mental health, nothing is off the table. This podcast was created in spring 2020 to continue the conversations we had on campus in a virtual way, and we're so happy to have you here, spilling the tea with us. Even though Hofstra CCE is now back to running in-person programming, we had such a positive experience with this podcast that is now a permanent part of CCE operations. Now, let's spill the tea. to Spilling the Tea with CCE, the podcast created and led by fellows at Hofstra's University for Center for Civic Engagement. My name is Emma. And this is Z. And today we're going to be talking about privilege, specifically gender privilege, and just the ways that we've seen privilege in our social circles and in university. So where do we want to start? So, I mean, what is privilege to you? I think, to me, privilege is the capacity or ability to be ignorant. Because... Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. But I think if you're... Innocence is just ignorance before it's introduced to currency and clips. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, if you are privileged in whatever capacity, you just have the ability to ignore whatever's going on because it's not affecting you. It's not happening to you. You You're above it in whatever, whether it's gender, whether it's race, whether it's sexuality or whatever. You live in um, a little bubble. Exactly. And no one could pop your little bubble. Exactly. You're looking at the world through, so you're looking at the world through rose-colored glasses and you can't actually see the true colors of the situation. It's kind of like how dogs can only see things in like blue and yellow when there's obviously so many more colors to be seen, and so you're kind of isolated from the reality of a situation. So now we've defined what what do you think privilege is? I don't know if I got to you. So I still think it even plays into that. It's nature. You know, it's not, we're talking about people and dogs, but it's, it's nature, you know? So privilege is, people can be aware of their privilege, Right, so it's not even just being ignorant. Mm-hmm. I agree with what you, I agree with what you said. No, but that is very true. But now that I'm thinking about it. It's like you could be aware that you're privileged, and you could take advantage of your privilege. People, Absolutely, people do that every I think day. There's prime examples of that. Yeah. But I also think that like that's just nature. Like people have their niches, they have their strengths, and they use them to their advantage to keep surviving. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Do yeah. you think that's why we aren't seeing changes? Absolutely. That we want because people are. St- people are comfortable are utilizing the system instead of breaking it yes and even the people that the system is not intended for and wasn't created for them there's like life always finds a way so people Mm -hmm. even that have been impressed by the system for years like we have black billionaires now Mm -hmm. right in the same system doesn't make the system better or like it's the system's getting you know what i'm saying but it's also like mm, people aren't gonna be like, the revolution's not going to happen the way people thought or, you yeah. know, because of the fact that so many people are comfortable or have the ability to get comfortable mm-hmm. in the system. Yeah, because I think a lot of things have changed, but I think For sure. a lot of it now is 
honestly mindsets of people and it's a lot of like discretion so like there's a lot of policies in place like anti-discrimination laws and things like that that don't allow you to put yourself over someone else in maybe a job setting maybe a school setting whatever it may be the back door is always gonna be open though exactly yeah because people naturally if they're raised a certain way will have some kind of privilege inclination or inclination towards, towards a certain, certain group of people. people yeah correct yeah so i think that that's that's where that's where the problem lies okay what i also think that that's just also nature like people people are afraid of things that they're not used to or not comfortable with right mm-hmm. but we're living in a post industrial age like we've we've caused a lot of problems with the industrial age that we are aware of and People are solving, trying to solve, you know, climate change and things like that. But people are still so caught up in, like, just being afraid and the culture of fear and the things that are driven. Like, industry is driven by fear. People are afraid of things. People need things. And then people make things and invent things and blah, 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 blah. But we're at a point now where it's like nobody really needs anything. Like, everything that we need is at our disposal. Mm -hmm. And even if you live somewhere where it's not, it's like, no, the global supply chain is such that it could get to you if people really wanted to get it to you. You know. Yeah, but people don't want to get it to you because they don't that means it to that, you. Yeah. that you'll be able to do and things you yourself. People, then you have people fighting causes that are ultimately like it's something like it's a worthless cause to fight. It's definitely a worthy cause to fight. It's just it's not it's gonna not, get done. It's not overall productive. It's not gonna get done the way that some people think it's gonna get done. Yeah, Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I agree with that. Go vote. You gotta go vote. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Don't just be in the streets yeah, yelling and fighting. Yeah, while you're listening, go freaking vote. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's actually things that can get done. Um, do your research on who you're voting for. Yeah. Get to charities that actually put their money where their mouth is. Start your own charity. I, I don't know what to tell you. And you I know think, what I mean? And I think, well, with that, we could probably go into privilege a little bit with that in in terms of gender and and race as well in terms of who are people inclined to vote for based on their gender because of history what do you mean privilege like a baby's gonna have the most privilege because it's a baby and then like a Mm. little kid yeah because i don't think privilege is black and white either because i think it's nuanced you have like different levels to it because like I'm a woman, so I would say I'm generally less privileged in that regard, but I'm also a white person, so I'm extremely privileged in that regard, you know? So it, it's like... I think it's also about perspective. It, absolutely, yeah. That that right? as well. Because in certain scenarios, you being a white woman could be... Beneficial advantageous. to me. Advantageous. Absolutely, yeah. And I think also, like... There, then there's the flip side of it though there's also definitely times when it could it could be a disadvantage and it could be something really hard for me um and so that's why I think it's like it's very nuanced and it's not so black and white no matter how much we try no one person is like the singularity like even, yeah you know right I mean? no right. even the people who we claim are always in this state of privilege it's like no everyone is always everyone could be in a position where they feel mm-hmm. powerless i think there i think that it is like what you said though like a spectrum because you have people that are billionaires like elon musk yeah people mark who think Zuckerberg. they have no power who literally have all the power yeah and you right have people who have all the power who think they have none of the power yeah i just or saw that, that well, i just saw someone 
it, oh, what a good example. Selena Gomez just put out a statement. It was actually about the conflict in the Middle East right now, and she was talking about, she was like, I don't know what side to choose. I don't think me saying anything will do anything. And all the comments are like, you have 480 million followers. Yeah, like, what you say will, will do something. Like, if you support, yeah. like, if you support, that picture don't... Angelina Jolie posted is like, no, we've all seen the, I've been, I've saw like a million and one people who I haven't seen say nothing about nothing post that picture. Right. Angelina Jolie posted right? that picture. Right, right? Like, you have influence whether you like it or not. Yeah. And if you care about genocide, then you care about what's happening right now. I think that's you know? all we should say on this topic, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's 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 that no, that's totally. But that's just such a thing of like privilege is is it being such a like celebrity, but you're not really involved in politics, so you think that your voice isn't important in that regard, even though you think it's only about you. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so let's let's move over to. But that is privilege in itself. Is that you? You get things, and you're used to getting things, so you feel like you are owed these things. Well, I think we see that a lot in our personal lives, too, with, like, people we go to school with, because we live on Long Island, and there's a lot of very wealthy people that live around here that come from very wealthy homes, and they don't really have to worry about a lot. They're used to having wealthy things, and they're used to having them when they want them. Yeah, so when they don't... they want them. So when they don't get them, they... Yeah, when they have to take (laughs) their BMW into the shop to get repairs... They're like, ugh, this is such an inconvenience, like, ugh, and it's literally like, Kim, there's people that are dying, you know? Let's make this a little bit more nuanced. Let's not, let's not drop. But no, you make a, you make a very good point to where people are just so wrapped up. People, everyone's wrapped up in themselves. Yeah, it's, it's ironic that the people who literally don't have to worry about anything are worried about a bunch of things that mean don't nothing. Ultimately, it doesn't matter to them because it's always changing, right? And then yeah. Even even ten years from now, give me anybody. It's like what you care about now, ten years from now, unless it's your kids or your parents or somebody. I promise like you're you not going to care, care about, about it. it at so all. it's just one of those things where, especially for somebody, people like that who get everything they want, so they want more, and that hunger just never kind of ends, and it never is satisfied in some. It shows the true essence of the human condition, in my opinion. But there are not everybody who's like rich is like that, and everybody who's you know, because it's all about like what you're brought up to believe. Like if you're brought up to believe that you're special and you're owed everything, and you get everything, and Absolutely. people just keep giving like, you everything. Like only child syndrome. But if you also like if if you keep getting it, who's to say that you're not special? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So like, imagine you grew up gorgeous, and let's be honest about it. Like, ask ask me a question. Why do why do why do guys get pretty girls things? Why do guys go to pretty girls things? Yeah, I'm well, asking why, you. Why? 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 Why is there pretty privilege? Um, because men expect something in return from that. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I've gotten a lot of things from women. Oh, and, absolutely. And I couldn't tell you why at first, and then I had people who weren't my grandmother and weren't my female relatives who are much older than me, grabbing my cheek, telling me, "Oh, you're cute. Oh, you're handsome," and then That's I realized true. I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute." Am I a recipient of pretty privilege? Am I right? Because mm-hmm. I I didn't I didn't know that I was handsome when I was younger. So then, I, once you realize that, it's like, oh wait a minute. But then you have people who have been handsome or pretty their whole life, and they've known it their whole life, 
then it goes to their head. It gets their to their head. And then when they get humbled, it's like, damn. They don't know how to act. Yeah. But for other people who have been humbled and are now getting used to acting with pretty privilege, Mm -hmm. are you going to look at them and say, oh, you're taking advantage of people? It's like, no, I'm not. People want things from me. So they're they're looking at me in a certain way. They're looking at me as a piece of meat or they're looking at me as Mm -hmm. a commodity. Yeah, definitely. They want to get to know or they want to be around, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that what goes with that is like oftentimes it's not even that you put yourself on display. It's just that you're existing in your own world and people recognize that and then people... Just being myself walking down the street. Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, I think that that's... Especially, like, as a woman, that's a lot of how my experience has been, is that, like, I'm just walking down the street, or I'm just sitting, drinking coffee at a coffee shop, and I get, like, approached by people. And it's, like, it's not like I'm trying to do anything to, You're like, just doing I'm literally thing, just, just in, in my own world, yeah. And it, it just happens. Yeah. It's, so. very, it's very messed up. It's very wrong. But at the same time, it is the world we live in. Mm-hmm. So... That's also why you carry yourself a certain way. You, Absolutely. You, you protect, right? So you you act according to that because you are aware of your life, your surroundings, and the way that the stimuli around you perceive you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not how you perceive yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Right? Could we? So we can agree that you can perceive yourself in a completely different way than I perceive you, mm-hmm. and I'll perceive you in a completely different way than my roommate will perceive you mm-hmm. and my roommate will perceive you in a completely different way than your mother or mm-hmm. your friend or your teacher yeah right so I think that when it comes to privilege it's everyone has whether they realize it or not everyone has certain you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. everyone has certain and then I just think that the factor is what kind and how does it play into like your daily life and then like your overall life because are you two having different like people are you three different people exactly yeah because like the same per- you know like yeah. is pretty privileged like is it gonna get you maybe attention maybe it's gonna get you affections validation it's going to you know appeal to you but is it gonna get you like a full time salary job maybe but I think there's a possibility but I don't I really don't think so I think that it's probably down to like your resume. I think what's sad is that today a lot of people are depending on that. Yeah. Well, I think that as social media becomes more of a career, a lot of people are depending on that. Well, I saw a thing that was on the news the other day. Like, they asked children, I think it was ages 8 and up, what they wanted to be when they grew up. And I think UK and United States was... I don't even blame them. Maybe it was, it was United States and Australia. It was, like, unanimously YouTuber, vlogger, I do not influencer. I don't blame them either. They're in the, the um, age of social media. They're in the generation of social media. Significantly older than them, and my dreams have died a lot more than theirs have, hopefully. And I even don't think about that doing that, because that's millions of dollars, and you don't have to go to school. Speed is in high school. He literally just had his prom. Right. And he, he makes publicly, so much money. He publicly exposed himself, and he still is making money. Yeah, right? And that was a crazy scandal. I remember when that happened. But it happened, and he... I'm not saying anything bad should happen. It was an accident. Oh, sure, it was totally... These, an, and you could tell it was, it was an accident. A, yeah, it was a completely... But it wasn't innocent, and I'm not going to lie. Like, a few years ago... Sure, a few years ago, we didn't even have YouTube or streaming, but still, a few years ago, like, that got you locked up, or that shit got yeah, you... Yeah, absolutely. And now it's just laughs, now it's just likes, and now it's just X, Y, Z. It's just publicity. Third. 
Because now people do that stuff. Sexy Red just got a, a mixtape. I mean, a sex tape out. Yep. That was, I, that was crazy. But a lot of people are wondering, did she leak it herself? For I her saw attention? La, I saw that a, a lot of parents dressed their kids up did. as Ice Spice this Halloween season. Mm-hmm. I love Ice Spice. Me too. But I love her for a lot of different reasons than probably you love her. And on top of that, I don't know what parent could love Ice Spice or know about Ice Spice and listen to her songs and see her public image and think, oh, yeah, let me dress my... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just gives a kind of like... Yeah. Anyways. It's weird. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. And I don't feel like I'm weird or xenophobic in any way for just saying that I think it's like people I'm not telling you how to raise your kids like do whatever you want no yeah but it's just like I'm allowed to say it's weird though <laughs> well yeah a lot of people were like coming at her for what she wore to her Halloween performance because she dressed up as Betty as Boo as Boo I thought oh my god and why are people complaining because her dress was so short that her like panties were showing so for the first time like like crotch that's level. not the first time that that's happened and like and she was just like holding her dress down the whole time um, that's not and like person. I don't I don't really care I think she can wear whatever the f- she wants and if people have a problem but with people it, are complaining can, about it but yeah, that's people. not the with the, have but they I'm like she's still making before? money anyways have they complained about it before because that's I promise that's not the first time I don't think happened. so mm, well it was just a specific costume anyways we're getting off topic we need to talk about privilege more um, but that in itself is a privilege because honestly like there's a few songs that I would listen to and be like this is a catchy good song I've gone out of my way and I do this for all the musicians before I hate on them or before I give my critique, I have to like listen to their music. No, seriously. Before I can say I know somebody's music or I'm like a fan or I have an opinion about something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Pusha Icey, be like, yeah, I know who Pusha Icey is. I haven't heard his music enough to be like, I like him, I don't like him. Dang. I just know who he is. I've heard a few of his songs. I recognize his voice, right? How could you know? I Spice, however, listen to a few of her songs. Just being completely honest with you. I like the one with Pink Pantress. That one's good. What about the Nicki Minaj, uh, Princess yeah, Diana, March. or Barbie World? Princess Diana, I think I heard. I like Bikini the, Bottom. I don't know. There's a few. How that can I, I lose? I'm already chose. There's a few that I fuck with. Like, there's also a few that are just terrible. Like it's just awful. Or it's just like a remake. Delhi. Delhi is. You know what I'm talking about Delhi. I'm talking about Delhi. I think Delhi's terrible. Delhi's so good. The beat is amazing. I think the beat is awful. The beat is so danceable. Bum, bum, bum. It's just like EDM, but the okay maybe the beat is like. I don't know, but the whole song to me just doesn't fit. Like, the lyrics... But do you think she's famous because she's pretty, though? I think it's a mixture, yes. There's a... It's very unfortunate and very sad. Like, do you think that's why... Because she got famous so quickly. Do you think that she has pretty privilege and, like, that... Can I ask you something? Yeah. I want you to name one female hip-hop... Female hip-hop. R&B. Well, let me not go as far as R&B. Maybe I would... But let me name name one female hip hop rapper right now that you personally don't think is attractive. That I don't think is attractive. And I, when I mean attractive, I don't mean like you personally attracted to them. I just mean like attractive. Like I am a straight man, but I will look at you in your eye and tell you that Brad Pitt is a handsome man. I'm not attracted to him, but he is an attractive man. Does that make sense? Hmm. So please don't get confused in my terminology. No, yeah, no, I know, I know, I know, you, I know what you mean. Like very like baseline, conventionally attractive. Conventionally, like she's yes, like pretty like by enough, societal pretty standards. enough to be on TV, pretty much. Does that make sense? Because I don't think like let's be, let's be real here. Like they really don't. I I need you to name one for me. Because I can name some ugly rappers. 
So, like, male rappers? Yes. Oh, I, I kind of agree with that. I think the standard's just different for... It's just very, very... Women and men. Very different. And therefore, unfortunately, when you ask me the question, because I say all this to answer your question of, do I think Ice Spice is only famous because she pretty much has her famous Ice Spice twerk, turnaround twerk, mm-hmm. and um, worn booty shorts and all these other things. Like, it's unfortunate, but, like, I saw a video of her at a concert where she wasn't doing that and people just were, really weren't cheering, and they were really kind of mm-hmm. bored, and then she started doing it, and people went crazy. And I kind of felt bad. Dang. Oh, but I feel like I saw that video. There's a certain point to where it's like, I'm sure she does not care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dang, I can't actually think of someone, though. Every... Because, like, Ice Spice, Beautiful, City Girls, Megan, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Lotto, Flo Millie... Um, Dochi, even Doja Cat, even with her image changing, she's still gorgeous. She's, still she's pretty, a gorgeous yeah. person. So, so I need you to name one that you. I heard, literally you can't. can't. I you literally can't. can't. So proving your point. I'm not saying that none of them. I'm not saying that. So I'm not actually. Let me make sure I'm making my right point. You just named a lot of talented, talented people. Mm-hmm. People that I'm fans of personally. But in terms of Ice Spice personally, me personally, I don't think Ice Spice got where she got. Just because of her talent. No. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would say, if anything, she's lucky for me to say 50-50. Mm-hmm. At, mean, least, at least to the point of, like, I 10... think she's also, like, she's a funny person, and she's She has the charisma, like, Yeah, sure. she's very charismatic, right. and I, I think, think that a lot is of... ultimately so what you, people like. So what I'm pretty much saying is a lot of other things besides her music that mm-hmm. has carried her this far. And music. then also within her music, it's, like... It's not always the voice. Like, sometimes it's the, the beat, right. which is, like, Riot, her right. producer. Right. We have to credit him for that. Um, like, Nas, yeah. J. Cole. Mm-hmm. To me, those guys, you listen to their lyrics 10 years from now, they're still going to... Uh, Kendrick oh, Lamar. yeah. You know what I mean? Bob Marley's music, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's certain music but to... But, like, she a baddie, she's showing her panties. Tupac, like, there's certain, like, Jay-Z <laughs> she's songs. Like, like Lil Wayne, there's certain songs. Chanelli. Do you see what I'm saying? Like ten years from now, we'll be talking about how crazy famous Ice Spice got in and, such a short and amount like, of time. It's not bad. It's just like that, it's but... just like the kind of music that you just put on just to like dance around at a party. Okay, I mean, like, too. Like, I think music nowadays too is changed so much. Well, do you know that she doesn't consider herself a lyricist? She said that in an interview. I would hope not. What is she? She doesn't. Do? I think she just. She's a pop star. Yeah, I think that's what she considers herself. Like, or, that's, or just that's like, good. Or just that's like an artist, hope. I guess. Cool, because if she were to say, like, I'm the best rapper right now, or I'm the best female She's, rapper... I don't think she thinks that. Which is honestly... I would really hope not. Because it looks like... Uh, she knows her You place. just named a bunch of Nicki Minaj. Like, you just named oh, uh, Lotto. Like, album soon. Cardi B. Like, you just named mad people. You know what I'm saying? And all those people smoking her in written stuff off the dome. Like, no. Ice Spice oh, is a yeah. pop star. She's a pop star. Yeah. The Munch song wasn't Munch on TikTok at first or something like yeah. that. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So So that's in my head. And she got famous because people didn't know what like a munch was at first and people had to explain it and then that's kinda how So a trend. She got yeah, famous off, off of trend. trends, off of trends, off of trends. So anyways. But yes, I do believe that if she was not as beautiful as she was. I mean people yeah, do people you think, do you think that pretty privilege is arguably like the only privilege that women have like in terms of female privilege do you think there's other kinds of female privilege like what do you think other like what do you think that is then there's well i was gonna go into well white women have a certain privilege 
for white women in certain scenarios have the privilege of it's not do you think that they have because of like people victimize them a lot i wouldn't say that as much as in the history now now we have to go into history a little bit right like you know the Ku Klux Klan was formed based off of this movie called Birth of a Nation. It's a movie, it was a film, whatever. It's when moving pictures first came out. Um, and this film came out of... It's fiction, obviously, but mm-hmm. blackface is involved. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's no black actors in it, but the story of the movie was this escaped slave and it's after civil war and all yeah this stuff. after so abolition in the plot of this movie birth of a nation a slave raped a white woman and then the surrounding community formed the ku klux klan they found the guy uh-huh. hung him up killed him blah 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 and they're wearing hoods and blah 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 now it wasn't called the Ku Klux Klan in the movie. It was I forget. I didn't watch the fucking movie, right? But I just know of its existence. It's been referenced in other things that I've seen, and in books and blah blah. blah. At the end of the day, though, that movie was one of the first moving pictures. I think it was the first one made in America, like the first movie ever made in America. When they like photographs came out and then moving pictures came out, they had the screens and right like. Was it? Yeah, yeah, I think birth, so. Because I, I was going to say the jazz singer, but jazz singer, I think, is the first moving picture with sound. No, that might first, be the first silent film. 19, I don't remember. Okay, 1915. Yeah, that sounds about right then, time-wise. Originally called The Klansman. It was a 1915 American silent epic drama. So this is silent So it is movie. silent. It is a silent yeah. movie. So, Interesting. But in this movie, though, the, that, that happened, and then pretty, pretty short afterwards, the Ku Klux Klan became a thing in the south mm-hmm. pretty much right um well then you have cases like uh emmett till in yes. money mississippi and before she died she admitted she, that she admitted that that never happened he never even whistled at her and she got away with it she got away with it all of it and they like i don't know if you've seen the pictures okay, of, I've been to the, yeah, I've seen yeah it is I've like it is like I, oh I, my god they made a movie about that the other day right I, I'm not sure if you saw it. I didn't see it but they, they made it, I was seeing commercials about Till they made a movie about mm, they uh, made it they wow. made a movie right but in my head it's kind of like all these movies about all these other people I'm not gonna lie that would that to me like if I was making movies about black trauma that would have been my first one that I made Oh, you think so? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's just so interesting because it's, it's a kid. Denzel Washington played Malcolm X in 2008. You know what I'm saying? Dang. Like, all, these other, all these movies that have, you know what I'm saying, that have come out, Black, Judas and the Black Messiah, all these other movies, Roots, maybe not Roots, Roots is a pretty important story to tell, but at the end of the day, the, like, the Emmett Till story is, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, have you seen Mississippi Burning? That one's good, too. No, I haven't seen that. Um... Have you seen Hidden Figures? Yes, I've seen that one's so good. I, I watched that one the other day. I like that one. Um, what other ones have I seen? So, look in that scenario. You have three black women work at NASA. Yeah. Dude, they had to. Well, one was um, I forget her name. I forget the actress's name, but she had to drive forty five minutes to go to the bathroom because they didn't have a. Bathroom. Oh, she had to. She had to run. Remember that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that so, was uh, Catherine. Catherine was the character's name. Catherine Goebel. Um, so yeah. that scenario, look at that. Where you you need this woman to do this, 
and she can't relieve herself. Mm-hmm. Because there's a sign on the bathroom that says, like, colored bathroom, and then this one doesn't say colored, so you're not allowed to go in there. You have to go all the way to, to the east building or whatever it was. And, and, and this is before, this is right before, because obviously in the movie they get the IBMs, they get the computers, but this is before, like, they had functional technology that could do this for them. And she was, like, one of the smartest... Priorities. People there, like... Versus... Because what, what can you say your priority at, at that point is? Is your priority really to maximize the people who are working there? Clearly not, because you're neglecting this black woman. Mm-hmm. And yet you claim to be in a fight against Russia in the space race. And yet, what ended up happening? These three black women are the reason why that rocket went up, right? Yep. So... And you can't even... And, and it isn't until the end that, that whatever the guy's name is that's, like, head of that department finds the... He finally, like, he, like, knocks the sign down. So in that movie, he... I like that actor, too. But he would get seen as, like, the hero white guy. And I didn't like that, honestly, about it. No, nobody who's looking at that movie for what it's supposed to be is supposed to like that. And I'm sure that... I'm sure that even that... I don't even know. I'm not gonna speak to anybody else, but, like... It's that that's not how it's supposed to be portrayed. Mm-hmm. Like that should have been a guy who had no other role in the movie. That should have just been like a random guy who was like, "This is stupid." Boom. And then he had no other role, and we don't care about him because we're not supposed. It's not. It's not about him. You know it's what I'm saying? It's not about him. But it's not, they made it really about him they because did. they they connected him. Oh, look at me! Captain I'm helping Storyline. these minorities. Like, like, yeah. He he called her in to do the work special, and then like it almost he, to say that he gave her special clearance to like look at the the things that were supposed to be um, confidential. He brought her to the case briefing. Almost to say that as to, much as they did, the three of them. None of them wouldn't be able to do it without this white man. Mm-hmm. Same Which thing, is so same like thing with blind white saviorship. Blind side does that too. I love mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock, but there's certain, yeah, there's certain cases to where it's like it's black, the white savior complex. It's the white savior complex. Yeah. Which is kind of yeah, and, but I also be honest, I went to Ethiopia. They have white Jesus all over there. They got black yeah. Jesus too. Yeah, yeah. But white Jesus has definitely made his way to all corners of the globe, and yeah. I think that, that has. And a then huge, like Jesus is. Jesus for crying out loud. I think he has a huge that has a huge impact on just the way that uh things are. What shows the Eurocentric nature of the world? Everything's based on whiteness and white beauty standards and ideals of like Catholicism plague the world even though like not the whole world doesn't practice Catholicism. But colonization and imperialism have like created just this eurocentric culture that well, that's is not set the, the standard States. of that's set the standard of privilege mm-hmm. right um the standard of beauty the standard of everything so ultimately um yeah privilege is a thing and people people but i think i think what's worse than being aware of it is being unaware of it and denying its existence, right? Because if you were to tell me, oh, I'm tall, and I'd be like, no, you're just short, <laughs> right? And I got that one a lot. I were to go to some other people, and they were to tell me the same thing. Then at a certain point in time, it's like, and then I meet one guy who's taller than me. He's like, ah, see, you were all wrong. I'm not that tall, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. 
dude, you're still, like, you're bad at math. Look at the statistics. Nine out of ten people say you're tall, mm -hmm. which means that in the grand overarching scheme of things, you can't really be that mad for someone thinking that you're tall. Because for the most time of your time interacting with other people, you're tall. So when people are like, oh, I don't have privilege, it's like, no, dude, you're white. You're a white man. You spend the majority of your time hanging around other white men mm -hmm. who feel and think and act the same way that you do. And they, valid they validate each other. Mm -hmm. So the few amount of times that you interact with other people and you realize that maybe everything you do shouldn't be validated or isn't good or should be criticized... It's easy for you to just think that that person has a problem or that that person is the problem, but then it's also ironic because it's like, dude, you say you're not racist or you think you're not racist, but you are literally defining racism mm -hmm. in what you're you're doing. Just because you're not calling this person the N-word or saying a racial empathet doesn't mean that you treating this person differently doesn't make you yeah. inherently part of the system. It's like when people system. say, I'm not racist, I have black friends. Exactly. Like... You can, it's you can like still that, be racist. You can still be racist and have black friends. <laughs> In fact, you can practice your racism a lot. Even more because you're openly. surrounded by these people. And and, and you know, sometimes, so sometimes they normalize it the because they don't wanna they don't wanna be that guy to be like, Hey, don't say that So then it just perpetuates and white people think it's like okay to just keep saying these things, you know. I think a big issue is too is that people people naturally flock to people that look like them and that do things mm -hmm, that they do. Absolutely. Right? It's like I think that's human nature. The issue I see a lot of times is, you know, people hating on when minorities get together and stuff like that, right? Or when people like I okay, other podcasts. I see groups of podcasts with men on it talking about men's rights. No, they're horrible. No, they're really bad human beings, and too. And they intentionally bring on, like, women in, like, the adult most, film industry. Not just in the adult film industry, but, like, the, in the most destitute of scenarios to where they kind of have to be in the... Like, they have nothing mm -hmm. else to do or nothing else that they could do with their lives. So, yes, this is the best they can do. And they just, like, purposely just, like... I don't mean, know. I say that also a point of they're the worst because, I mean, they present themselves as mental health. So people are actually out there putting out propaganda towards their biases and their like just like hatred of other people or hatred of the way that other people are doing things or like I don't even know what you want to call it other than just like hmm, what do you mean propaganda like you have white men like oh, what's that guy's name Richard Spencer is that his name or like David and, Duke or Andrew Tate or even in, like I'm Andrew trying to think Tate. of like yeah people like him too but I'm trying to think okay Richard Spencer he's a neo-nazi oh right wow but his thing was that he would never he would never say some shit that like a redneck racist would say right? He's not gonna come up to me and call me the M word. He's gonna like say it in academic terms that you can't tell that he's like. He's gonna say it in such term. a way that it's gonna make you really want to punch him in the face. <laughs> but then, but he also like he didn't call you any names, but you still really want to punch him in the face because what did you? Now you want to punch him in the face more. <laughs> yeah, because he did that. Academic and thing. he's saying it the way he's saying it. Oh, to where it's like if you're dumb then it's it, like it's gonna go over you're proving your his point and it's going over his it's head it's going right over your, go head over your head and he's and you're like proving his point further but at the same time if it's not going over your head then like you have nothing really that you can say back because it's like 
Yeah, it's, it's, he's telling the truth of, of the scenario. He'd say stuff like, oh, look at colonization, look at the empires, look at the way the world is. The world is good this way, right? The world is supposed to be this way. Look at all the bad things that happen when the world isn't this way. And they don't, you know what I'm saying? So he would just he would just twist things to, to fit the neo-Nazi narrative white supremacist narrative yeah absolutely why yeah he did it a little bit more smart he's a younger guy but donald trump did the same freaking thing Mm -hmm. right get the attention of a bunch of racists and say things that they can't say openly and say in a way that people can't just openly be like oh you're a racist like i don't think there's any video donald trump saying the Mm n-word i don't think there's any but yeah but like the things that he said like about like like Mexicans being criminals, it's like, dude. It's things that you can, yeah, you can. Uh, I don't even say extrapolate. Like it, he, you're hearing exactly what he's saying. I remember he told the Proud Boys to stand down and to stand. It's almost mm-hmm. like, bro, it's almost like you're in charge of them, you know. Like, but at the end of the day, that's, that's not the point. The point is, the point is, yeah, like people, people naturally flock to people that they uh, align with and stuff, and I think that nowadays because of all this change which is a great thing you have white people and guys like fresh and fit who aren't even as privileged as they're talking about you know what i'm saying yeah they're talking well, like, they talk about like being a like, high value man and they literally yeah, it's like bro come on like, like you sit and on a and on a podcast podcasting like, 30 years old and you podcasting with like 21 year old porn stars yeah because and and you you guys gang up and they on like them. it and they like it yeah they, they like being like, around they get off on it because they like being around them because yeah and because they want to feel superior to them that's literally all it is yep right and that's why they have because if they wanted to have productive conversation they could bring on like real people that like not that not that having a college education is mandatory for being intelligent but if you have a college education a lot of the times, especially... I know a lot of female lawyers. They haven't brought a single female lawyer on there who could probably actually defend herself, right? I'm sure there's a lot of female lawyer... I'm sure there's some strippers who went to law school who... You don't know. I'm sure they can go out and find people with all the resources they have. They could find somebody instead of just, like, 12 girls that they found at the... Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And if they were to do that, it would just show... I don't know. They're never going to do that because that's not who they are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I'm saying that, like, the only way to, like justify having a podcast as a base in my opinion solely on bashing women right is not bash women like they're over here saying that they're mental health for young boys it's like no you're teaching young boys to be incels and to look at women as as objects as objects and but that's also because you're only showing them one kind of girl and you're not even giving these types of girls any avenue other than to just kind of be on your podcast over and over again well, you know what I'm saying? Have you seen Just Pearly Things? No, I haven't. Her name is Pearl, and she's this has the same kind of beliefs, but she's a woman. And, like, she wants to... She, like, one of her strongest beliefs is, like, she wants to ban divorce. Because she doesn't think, like... <laughs> the face you just made at me. Because she, she thinks that it's best for children to remain in a family with a mom and a dad that are together, even if, you know, they're so, you fighting. So, what's funny is I agree with her, like... But I would never ban divorce. Yeah, well, because the thing divorce. is... Me, personally, I don't want to get married to somebody and get divorced and my kids have to... Well, yeah, I don't want to ban like, But I would never say something that, bad. Because yeah. I feel like... Like, me, personally, I never would want to have 
I would never I want to be the reason somebody has an abortion, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna ban abortion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I think it's just about people's choices and not interfering with people's lives. Yeah, like wild. maybe you yourself would never get divorced. Right. Pearl, you don't have to get married. Pearl, right. you don't have to get divorced. But why are you gonna make me get right. divorced? Like not be able to get divorced, That's especially wild. in cases of like, and and then and the and the conversation about this it was brought up like domestic violence. Like what about what right. about people that are like abused and by their partner? And and she was just like, well, usually, like, in the case of domestic violence, like, the woman always plays into it whenever the man abuses her. See, that's refreshing. Yeah, Yeah, like, like, claims that it's, like, women antagonize. And I'm like, battered women syndrome. That's that's refreshing. Which is used to prove a lot of court cases of, like, why women don't leave domestic violence situations. It's because battered women syndrome is, like, you have this kind of feeling of, like love towards your abuser because you you yeah you kind of yeah you kind of forget the abuse that they've caused you and you focus more on like the parts that you love about them um and it's it's yeah it's been used to uh prove a lot of cases of um like there was this case of a woman who was getting abused by her husband and he comes home from work and he goes into their room and he falls asleep and takes a nap and she is awake and she's home and she gets the gun and she shoots him and she he has been mentally physically emotionally abusing her for like i want to say it had been a very very long extended period of time at this point and so it's like is she in the right for doing that because it's not like he had because self-defense only works if it's like you are backed up against the wall and they're literally gonna like try and kill you she only had that one opportunity she only but did yet but then a lot of people say it was battered women's syndrome that and that's i think that was inevitably what went in the case was that and she i don't know i don't know if she got i think she got she did get a felony charge i think but i don't think it was as bad i don't think she had as high of a of a charge as she would have um if what it wasn't for the battered women's syndrome because that was that was the case that proved it i think i think people should be careful for real i think that if you're gonna go out on town and your plan is to get free shit from people that you should be prepared for them to want to get free shit back Mm -hmm. so if you're going out and you're talking to somebody and they were offering to buy you drinks they shouldn't necessarily have to say what their intentions are mm-hmm. they should but i don't think they should have to because who the hell gives away their intentions for anything but i think that people shouldn't be dumb or naive and realize that people always have intentions if i give you ten dollars and say hold on a second and then i come back and i say i need you to go to the store for me don't act all surprised. Like, I said to hold on a second, I gave you $10. It's not like you did any work for me. You know what I'm saying? But I think people nowadays are just kind of used to getting that handout, are just kind of getting used to that, oh, gimme, 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 just for being me. And it's like, when you get people used to that, they get acclimated to the privilege. And then it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to hang on someone who's used to getting things and then still continues to get those things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we know people like that. Yeah. And that even goes into all the all the girls that those fresh and fit guys bring us. Like, bro, how are you going to bash these girls? Like, they're 
They're literally really? making more money than you. That's what's, they're literally living their life in a way that suits them. They get to they get to travel. They get to work from home. I wish I could do that. Right. And I think that's all it is for them. It's like they kind of hate on the fact that they that they can. don't have that opportunity. Yeah. So I'll, I'll say and this, I mean they technically yeah. do, but right. it is not as it's different. It is not as desired to be a male adult actor as it is to be a, you, a woman adult if you actor to go on a cruise, in right? terms of like money. If yeah. you were to go on a cruise, Emily, if you were to go on a cruise and you were to go on this cruise, you'd have to, you know, they have drink packages and shit on the cruise. The reality is you probably wouldn't think about like, oh, I need to buy a drink package. Why? Because it's like, I know you get free drinks, right? You have your ways, aren't mm-hmm. you? Would you rather just risk it like that than spend $1,000 on a drink package? Let's say you know you want to drink. Like, that's a guarantee. Dang. You're going to drink on this cruise. You're going to find ways to get drinks. You're just deciding to yourself. Let's say you've already been on the cruise for five hours and you guys are just boarding now and you're still deciding stuff. Oh, do we get the drink package before we go off for the week? What's going on? We got to decide the stuff in the next few hours before we leave the dock. As you're deciding it, you're at a bar, you met some dude, and he's buying you drinks. Mm-hmm. And you think to yourself, do I put in 500 bucks to get this drink package for the week? Or do I think that I can just keep doing what I'm doing the whole yeah, week? Yeah, right. That Which is... do you do? In my opinion, I would I would not. bank on... I would I save wouldn't the pay 500. Them. Yeah, right. I would save the 500. Yeah, and whatever right? happens, happens. But now, if I were to go on a cruise... You would probably be like, I'm going to buy the drink I'm package. I'm instantly just going to buy the drink package because there's no scenario for me... In which it's, in which it's, it's I'm easier. free drinks. Yeah. I've gotten free drinks from people before, but it's not anybody who I would even have considered. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's not it's a frequent... Con- it's probably not a frequent thing. It's, not, it's frequent. not something you expect. It's not something I expect, and when it does happen, I'll be honest with you, I'm probably just as, if not more, uncomfortable as you might be in a Absolutely, lot of those yeah. That's, there's definitely something to be said about that. Right? So, hmm. but even... Yeah, it, it, it just plays... Rich people have their privileges. People that grow up rich have different privileges. It's yeah. All, it's all I think, about yeah, and I think male privilege is obviously more present in our society just because we do live in a patriarchy, but I don't think that, that negates the presence of female privilege. It just obviously occurs in different ways but like we've talked about. To like what you said to where it's almost like a syndrome of like, this is the position that y'all are in. Exactly. Have you seen the video? Oh my gosh. Different things to survive. It's, I literally could probably find the video right now because I saw a clip of it the other day. It's from that, you know that YouTube show Middle Ground that Jubilee does? It's like they have a prompt and so say it's like uh, black conservatives versus black liberals and then they'll all yes, they I do have prompts seen that. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the people that agree go in and talk about it and then they bring in the disagreeers. I, like I, I know, like yeah, that. I think it's I think it's a cool show and I think they've done some cool episodes. Um, but there was this one and I think it was Gen Z conservatives versus uh, I think it was like adult liberals. So it was like younger people that are conservative and older people that are more liberal. It was it was really interesting. Um but there was this there was this kid on there that was he was a conservative and he was like most people that commit suicide are men most people that fight in wars are men and this lady literally just eats him up and she's like and who set that system up men and literally yeah right can i like find it cuz I, I know i saw the video like recently but and i thought i remembered the account that i saw it on maybe dang maybe i was wrong but it it was Literally, like, she just ate him up, and it was, it was, 
It was so funny because he was also like after she said that he was just like, "Who said?" But then I'll be oh. honest with you. I'll be honest with you though. It does play into like you ever heard like women and children first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's that. Because I'll be honest with you though, as as a straight man, like I get looked at differently if I don't adhere to that code of my I come last. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Versus there's people who aren't in my category of men, straight men who don't necessarily adhere to that code, but if I were to act like them, people just, people treat me differently than they, they treat them. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And Here, that's, that's clearly based on, at least in, I'm just thinking of scenarios in my life, it's, ob- it's obviously what it's based off is it was either sexual orientation, race, or... Um, or gender. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I found a clip. Just, I, why, why would you see my life as privileged? For one, you're a man. You know, most people commit suicide are men. Most people who work in dangerous workplaces are men. Most people fighting war are men. And who set that system up? I, <laughs> Not the edit music, but literally, like, she just, yeah. like, a him the frick up. Like, it was so, it was a good, honestly, that was a really good episode because people usually expect younger people to be more progressive and older people more conservative. So I like that 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 YouTube channel, they flip the script a lot, and they... Well, see, even, even in that scenario, like, I could tell that kid either listens to Andrew Tate or listens to... Yeah, Andrew. yeah, you Just can... Just the way he was spitting well, and, off those and facts. And I remember like, in, I mean, in the episode, he was like, I'm from California. Because he's right, but, like, just the way he was saying it. I could just, oh, yeah, because you know I mean? it, it's just a product of the system that they set up. regurgitating information. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's so... It's just, like, it's when you see people go so far right that they go left, like... They're so mad at everybody but the people that they should be mad at. Yeah, right? They're like, oh, men have to fight in wars. And I'm like, no way. Well, like, who set up the system so that men, like, own their wives and are seen as, like, the masculine providers and who have to do everything and do the dangerous work? Like, But then I uh, even would say that that goes into nature. I disagree with that. I don't think it's where we should be now as a society. We should be way past that. But, like, in nature, you have the male lion. He's got, like, three female lions that do all this hunting for him and have his kids. And you know why? Because when a pack of three juvenile teenage male lions want to come and they want to kill me, they want to rape the three of my wives... And they want to kill my kids, and then they want to take over the pack. When that when that happens, I've I've been resting this whole time, and y'all been feeding me, so I'm getting strong. Okay. I'm gonna fight them all off. I guess so, but and this then is. And my women and children go first. But this is leave. so like this is so. Um, They're animals. I'm talking about lions right now. I don't think human beings should do this. I guess so, but I feel but like I think this that's where is... it comes from. I think that's naturally where it comes. But from. I think we're also not animals. We're people, and I know I we. Agree, I right? know we so are. We shouldn't be at that point. I know, anymore. but I know. I, I know that. Well, like I think people. I think people get misconstrued. Like, why is it ever like this, or why? Why do people think this is okay? It's like I don't think people really. Because I think it's there's okay. bodily differences. Like men's there's bodies are like are like yeah. like a a person with an X and a Y chromosome. Their body is going to be constructed in a way such that it usually usually it presents more muscular. Um, on average, men tend to be taller. I think I said on like average, this. Like, there's a lot of female boxers are. Um, but it's just like I, I also think like as far as but, we've come in society, we have done so much like mixing right. with like 
um, different nationalities. Um, we've had, you know, we have pe- people that are able to have children with two women. Um, there's like science for that. I think we are just becoming so far evolved that these like instilled there's no need for them. Yeah, there's no there's no instilled need to be a provider just because you're a man or a nurturer maternal there's being no because you're a woman, anymore, you know? Right? You just do what you want, literally. There's no need for it, right? There's no need for it because it's like I still think that's where it comes from. Because from animals? Oh, I think so too because before we had society, we were we were animals. We, were animals. we, didn't, we have didn't have society have... tomorrow, we'd be animals again. Yeah. We have society. It's just a way that still are animals. It's just a way that like we tried to reason what what we were given yes. was by adding one of us as superior to the other, whether that's like race, gender, whatever. And so then I don't think it's superiority though. I think some people do see it and take it to that point, but I think that the reality is it's it's not even superiority because like I don't want to fight anymore and die. You don't. You know what I mean. But and I don't think people. That, like, when war started happening, I don't think these people were like, I want to go into war and kill people because I want us to be able to have this land or have this whatever. If they choose me or you to go into war and fight with them, I think it makes more sense for me to hold the 20-pound musket than for you to hold the 20-pound musket. Absolutely, but it's also, like, in this time... You also have to think of it with, like, the sexual nature women in this time were seen as more fragile beings they had to be pure they had to be chaste so like sending a pure innocent woman into a war zone didn't make sense to them because they were like they shouldn't they shouldn't be like exposed to that you know i'm currently in a little like email chat with uh I forget her name, but she's a Marine officer. Oh, dope. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Are you joining the Marines? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're, Yo! There's no correspondence between them. <gasps> um, Crazy. Yes. I think it boils down to perspective, motivation. Yeah, and I think it, it boils down to like understanding the privilege that you have and then maybe using that knowledge to try and give back or at the very least like educate yourself you know like I'm so fortunate that English is my first language and I live in a country where English is widely spoken and most things are offered and delivered in English there's basic gratitude for and, things I, we have and I also right? and I also now I live in an area where like there's a high population of like Hispanic people that that don't speak English and that struggle and they don't know their rights they don't know what what they're allowed to do as workers or as people here. That's why a lot of people don't come forward about things that happen to them because they think that because they're not documented here, their rights don't apply to them. So, like, things like, I know how to speak Spanish well enough to communicate with them. So if I can help them learn their rights, if I can help them petition to the government for visa status, like, those are things that's, like, I'm using my position to I guess I'm recognizing my privilege and like the fact that's like I do speak English and that is really a privilege that I was born I was born uh, in a country where English is the most widely spoken and people are really uh, we have an influence of people non-speaking exactly and it's really difficult for them so like in order to I guess help them acclimate and learn their rights because I think that knowledge should just always be accessible no matter what language you speak some people might say oh you're giving away your power by doing that but the reality is no now you're just making it 
I'm so making it you, fair. You can make it so that you can speak to your neighbors because they're exactly. going to be our neighbors whether we like it or not. Absolutely. Right? You teaching them English or not teaching them English doesn't make a difference. And yeah, and they don't know. They don't know that like if they're a victim of a crime here, like if they get assaulted, if they're a victim of wage theft, that like they can report that and they can you know receive compensation or receive justice or like go it will go to trial you know because these are still crimes being committed in the united states and whether you're a documented person here or not you still have those rights and like i just think that it's like if you know who you are like i know that i'm a white person and that i'm i'm in a position of of fortune with that because it means that i have an easier time getting jobs it means that people inherently could trust me more um just based on societal structures so if i could use that to just you know educate myself and take a step back and see how it plays into my life i think that's honestly like that's the best thing you can do it's a hard thing to like it's a hard uh, thing to navigate to navigate because it I can't just like just because I know that I'm white I, I have white the, privilege I can't just fix all the world's problems now just because I know though, that, that you know most people will go ahead and know that that's true that they can't fix the world's problems and they just don't even bother trying yeah right so it's the fact that you're willing to try to navigate where mm -hmm. some people we're, we're all on the journey right but some people want to know where they're going and some people don't really care right so I think. And we're all in the journey together. So the fact that I'm in the car with you and you're driving for some portions of it and you don't know where we're going and you don't even care where we're going, that concerns me. We all need to know where we're going. We all need to get there together. Absolutely. So, you know. And I think that that just starts with recognizing everybody's everybody's positions of, of privilege in, you know, whether you're a man, whether you're a straight person, Some whether you're a Christian, whether others. you're a white person. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Z, for joining me today. Um, I really appreciate it, and I really appreciate you having this conversation. Uh, thanks for listening. See you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you are interested in continuing the conversation or learning more about Hofstra Center for Civic Engagement, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Hofstra CCE or visit our website at hofstra.edu backslash cce. The beautiful music you've heard in this episode was written and composed by Ethan Tauber. The song even features the chords C, C, and E. We hope you join us again to discuss combating more of our world's most pressing challenges. And thank you for helping us spill the tea.